Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bros Podcast. I just wanted to, you know, thank you all for listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you consume our content. Um, I just wanted to, you know, thank you guys and let you know that we have a really great show set up for you guys today. We're going to talk about, you know, speculation on what's going to happen after Endgame. We're going to talk about the Spider-Man trailer. We're going to be talking about the Sonic trailer. And we're going to talk about Disney's upcoming slate with a billion films that they're going to make a billion, gazillion, jillion, dillion dollars. So yeah, it should be a good time. I also wanted to remind you that we can, you can go ahead and support us if you feel inclined to on anchor.fm. And yeah, um, have a rad one and have a great time listening to the podcast. Hey there, guys. This is the Box Office Bros Podcast. I'm Corey Osborne, as you may know. And I'm Chance Oliver. You might have forgotten. <laughs> How you doing today, Chance? Oh, it is a great day. The sky is overcast. I need a jacket outside. It is wonderful. I know. You rolled in today with shorts and that um, sweatshirt that you never wear. Yeah, the sweatshirt I <laughs> never wear. <laughs> the sweatshirt that I haven't seen you pretty much the every single time that I've seen you. It's Calling actually, you out. We actually, need to get you a new sweatshirt. We need to get you. Let's get a GoFundMe going for chance. It's actually new, a Columbia <laughs> jacket. So new uh, new Columbia jacket twenty two K fourteen. No, I, I get me a North Face because I want people to think I'm an adventurer. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, we have a good um, we have a great show lined up for y'all today. Um, we're going to talk about the Spider Man trailer. We're going to talk about that new Dare Disney slate. And we're also going to be talking about Marvel speculation, which means you know what that means, girls and boys yeah. and everybody. Spoiler. Like, guys, watch Endgame if you haven't. Just please. It's help a really it good movie. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, help Yeah, help it beat Avatar. I might watch it today again, to be completely honest, because <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> Anyways. But, yeah, and then we're going to, you know, talk about some furry rodent that you know that that gotta go fast apparently and also really gotta get a new redesign <laughs> like dude he looks awful but we'll so gross we'll talk about that later okay so uh chance what are your first thoughts on that there spider-man trailer I, by the way spoilers for avengers endgame because there's spoilers in this trailer which ironically tom holland <laughs> was telling them all about. i know like so well the first yeah. surprising thing is like the first 15 seconds is like hey guys if you haven't seen endgame <laughs> bad accent get out podcast. of here <laughs> i mean i think that was a, a no i thought it was a good accent but every time we use an accent i, I just have to mention it you know i say on uh, uh, tom holland impressions that's a four out of ten but that's not important <laughs> <laughs> um, my goodness that trailer just like right off the bat like i miss iron man bro no, dude, I miss Iron Man too, and it's like one of those things that makes me real sad, because at first I was like, okay, I understand why he's having this reaction to Tony's death and everything like that, but, you know, should he be as sad? Because, you know, and if you think about it, he hasn't known him for that long, but I'm like, you know, trauma makes people very close. And mm. a lot of the situations that he's had have been very formative and very stressful with Tony, as yeah. in like the stuff that was happening with the vulture and him feeling like he wasn't listened to. And then there was that awesome scene in Homecoming when he was just like, um, well, maybe if you cared, you would you would be here. And then you just see Tony walk out of the suit and say it again. Exactly. And those words with Tony. And this is stuff that I think Tony's even had to deal with is like, if you're nothing without the suit then you shouldn't have it and mm -hmm. so it's like one of those things where he's had a lot of those big moments and it's almost like um for the third time he is losing a father figure in his life and it's very very sad for our boy peter parker yes it so, is. yeah i agree with that statement but oh, yeah i say it's definitely a second uncle ben no for sure for sure i mean i know Parker's parents are very unexplored in the movies, and mm -hmm, as they should, rightfully so. Thanks. <laughs> they Mark, tried to do. Mark they tried Webb. to do those. In the, well, like yeah, they tried to do those. In, like I like Mark Webb as a director. Don't get me wrong, but those they he really sh they really should have done that. <laughs> Use the subway tokens to find my secret lab, <laughs> dude. Like that makes no 
fucking sense. Like that makes no sense. Like what the heck? Uh, <laughs> I think I let out my first f bomb of yes, of, you the, did. of the podcast. You but, said it. Oh now my, I can say it. But oh my goodness, like that it literally makes no sense. We got distracted. Oh right, right, right. So I think well, like one of the first shots is like Peter kicking butt uh, in the Iron Spider suit still, and he's like. Oh, you knew the, you knew the Iron Man? No, I'm too busy doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I just love that. I love that humor. I love the youth. It's Tom Holland. I don't care. All you Tobey Maguire lovers, all you <laughs> Andrew Garfield fans, which are pretty much just teenage girls at this point. <laughs> Calling people out. But no, all you fan all you fans of those guys, I'm sorry. You guys don't understand comic book accuracy. Because my boy Tom Holland got both of them beat. He's got it. Beat. No, dude, because Spider-Man's supposed to be a kid. And he's supposed he's to be supposed to be like a resourceful and fun kid. The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is supposed to be friendly, okay? Yeah, and Andrew Garfield was not friendly. He was a jerk. He was a huge jerk in those movies. If you pay attention, like watch those movies again. He was a real jerk. Like, and he stalked Gwen Stacy. Yeah. The only time pretty he, aggressively. The only time he was cool was when he saved that little kid on the bridge. That was pretty nice. That he was, was like that hey was man, definitely a very That was a very comic book accurate moment. We can't stop talking about the amazing <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> it's just not a good movie. People are gonna start thinking we're obsessed. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with how bad the movie is. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted the Amazing Spider-Man 3 so I could make fun of it. <laughs> no. No, so he's kicking butt. He's like, no, I'm going on vacation, guys, so don't do anything while I'm gone. <laughs> no, dude. It'll, it seems like a fun time. And then uh, they get into, um, you know, kind of the trip aspect of everything. And you see Flash getting bullied, which is always a plus. That's so good. <laughs> like, he's just being that, like, standard douchey. Was that some random um, person? No, I'm pretty sure. You know, there's that, like, one black kid that's in the group. Oh, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, yeah, it was yeah. him. The really funny one who was, like, doing like the using beep. the bell. He's using the bell in Homecoming. Yeah. They're using the bell for comedic purposes. <laughs> Dude, that was such a funny, like, I just love Homecoming so much. But, um... Not the dance. The dance was garbage. I got dumped sophomore year. Anyways, but that doesn't... Oh, we don't have to talk uh, about that. Well, um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> but, no, the movie was great. And it was one of those things where I think it's capturing that youthful energy mm-hmm. that the past one had. And I just hope that they make certain tweaks to make it better. A better, like, full Spider-Man film. Because we're missing a lot of those, you know, cool Spider-Man shots that the other films kind of did better in and different stuff like that. So, hopefully... It kind of pays attention to that a little bit more. It'll be cool swinging somewhere that's not New York. I hope. Well, yeah. Like, I like how in like the in Homecoming where like he's kind of new at it, so he's not like on huge skyscrapers swinging around. He's like, like uh, just in like the lower parts of uh, like Queens and stuff like that. Like they're only like I don't know five stories tall. Like that one dude is like do a flip. Like, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, that was so. Hopefully, funny. He, he can graduate to some bigger buildings and do some less cool. Because say what you will about Tobey Maguire, like that CG still holds up, and just like the acrobatics that they do in like the two thousands. Like, have you seen the first Spider Man movie recently? I the have. CGI does not hold up. Okay, Spider Man two and three. Spider Man two and three. I'll give you that. It holds up. No, kind no, of. no. Green Goblin of... is looking good. Well, no, like that's practical though. That doesn't even count as CG. But you, right, like when he bounce when he bounces off of like the <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I was saying like. that looked, that looks awful that looked terrible it was like a level <laughs> on Smash Brothers <laughs> <laughs> no it looked it but anyways continue but, on with it no no Same. so yeah anyway so like you see him like singing around. you see multiple suits you see the Iron Spider suit and then you see him on the phone in the Homecoming suit mm-hmm. and then that's when you like get the Hey, Nick Fury's calling you. It's like, I don't want to talk to Nick Fury. You gotta talk to him. And it's like, you just goes to Nick Fury. No, dude. I love dude. Happy so much. Dude, I love Happy too. And I think that it's just so cool how his arc is kind of just like evolving. And mm-hmm. it's just really gonna see it's really gonna be cool seeing Happy because he's still gonna be kind of in the same role, but Tony isn't gonna be a part yeah. of it anymore. So I guess we're gonna see more of Happy in like I don't know. <laughs> A sad way, but <laughs> Happy's gonna be the step uncle. <laughs> no, well, yeah, especially because hey. he's trying to get in there with Aunt May. I was like, what? Yeah, saying? like exactly. It's kind of like, even though honestly, like 
Same here, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would be like, hey, I could be your new Uncle Peter. That's like that. Uh... Like, yeah, it's just it's just a thing, you know? That's like when Marissa, up, when, when Marissa Tomei is, when Marissa Tomei is, you know, your, your uh, protege's aunt. <laughs> oh my God. You well, gotta become an uncle figure. You gotta become an uncle figure at that moment. <laughs> oh, oh, we're just anyway. towing a dangerous line here. Yeah, right, yeah. So no. they go on vacation. <laughs> and then, so you get the the scene from the first trailer with a little bit different dialogue of like mm-hmm. Ned. Ned's like, "I remember my first love." <laughs> he gets tranked. By the by, the way, that is so out of tone. <laughs> it's like so dark, but it, I understand why they did it. I just think it's funny. And then Nick Fury is like, "You're a hard man to reach, Spider Man." You know, you're a hard re- you're a hard man to reach, Spider Man. You're a hard man to reach. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. You leaving me on voicemail? You leaving Nick Fury on voicemail? I am the leader of Mother Shield. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, it, and it ain't even Hydra no more, boy. <laughs> he, he's he's the leader of Shield, but he's also the leader of the New Jersey Mafia. Like he took over for Tony Soprano, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Just do the theme. You listen, like, you, you listen here, Peter. <laughs> You've betrayed me. <laughs> what? You do not sound like Nick Fury at all. What happened to you? Give you an offer you can't refuse, did you, Peter. Did you, did you turn into Al Pacino? What happened? <laughs> it's like they recreate the Sopranos. At that point, it would be actually be Marlon Brando. But... Oh, yeah. Because he's original, and then Al Pacino's his son. Look what they did to my Spider Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Look what they did to my Spider Boy. We got off topic again. Honestly, I think this was a pretty good trail to go on, though. It's solid. But let's talk. Let's talk about something that I know we want to talk about with this trailer. Um, Let's talk about our boy um, Jake Gyllenhaal playing um, Mysterio and um, Sam L. Jackson. Nick Fury saying that he's from Earth, but not ours. And that is a load of BS. Like, I'm sorry, but he's probably lying. about Because they're saying that the snap um, tore a hole in reality, and basically he's from a different universe. And he's coming. And it sounds like something that Mysterio has made up, because he's trying to make himself the hero. And I kind of hope that's not the case, because I hope they're like, hmm, comic book fans are totally going to think that this is the case, but this is actually the they're case. Gonna... I hope it's a bait and switch, but it really seems like that's... Because nah. a lot of people know Mysterio is like... A liar. A liar. I, I wonder if they're going to subvert our expectations by him being a liar in a different way. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm a hero from another universe. Oh, by the way, I killed you in the other universe. Yeah, that's like what, that's I think that I would. I, I think that would be a. I think that'd be super interesting, though. Uh, and then I, I shout out I, to BK not coming into the podcast today. Hey, it's a busy boy. Have fun. Um, I don't know, taking ibuprofen and drinking a lot of water today. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Anyway, I mean, he didn't say he was drinking last night. <laughs> that's that's true. I'm just being a terrible friend. You are. Uh, I know. It's solid. You know, no. most people hate me. Uh, and then some people I saw on Reddit were thinking, you know what? Oh, Maybe. Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. Beautiful place. Dude, Not I really. love Reddit. <laughs> no, I, I, I hate love it. But anyways, continue. But uh, they were talking like maybe Nick Fury just knows that he's lying, but he's going along with it. And it's just yeah. like Mysterio is playing 4D chess while Nick Fury is playing 8D chess. <laughs> and I also heard another theory is that. It's not Nick Fury at all, but it's really comma 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 Camille. <laughs> Do you think it's just like another scroll? <laughs> it could be a scroll, or it could be the chameleon. I don't know. You even... know that would be crazy if it was a chameleon. I know that's a really cool idea. The thing is, though, is like that Sinister Six game, though. Yeah, like they all are... the Sinister Six just completely ruined Peter Parker's chance to you know just have some good european views with his girl mj like let the boy have a vacation come on guys you know they're teeing up for a sinister six being much more subtle about it than they were the last time i don't know for sure like literally walking through a room with all of the sinister sinister six machinery doc ock check uh vulture check uh scorpion check uh you know um uh 
We just had uh, 15 minutes of um, Dane DeHaan yelling like a goblin for the goblin awkwardly. So check. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love Dane DeHaan as a performer, but he was just so bad in that movie. But, you know, we're going to get off of that movie. We're we're being a bully to (laughs) that movie for some reason. It's fun. It's a terrible movie. (laughs) We're like YouTube in 2015, just constantly rubbing that movie's nose in the dirt. No, for sure. Because it's like, shout out to like Ralph the Movie Maker and and your movie sucks. Those are the two penultimate um reviews of the amazing spider-man in my opinion Mm. um cosmonaut variety hour also has a pretty good take on it but um those are just three guys that i really respect even though i disagree with them a lot um but they they're funny (laughs) so i'm okay with it but they go deep into why those movies just don't Don't, come up with the part and the thing is is and it's cool because they all have different perspectives because like one of them's from a comic book perspective and that's um the cosmonaut variety hour the other your movie sucks is from a movie perspective and ralph kind of does more just like like he makes it really like well kind of he does like a little bit both but he kind of just kind of leans more on the comedic aspects Mm -hmm. of how the movie's just silly trying to make you giggle and get those clicks (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah you okay Corey? No, I'm just dying slowly. Oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> good, good to know that you think that's fine. <laughs> no, it's slowly, so we got a couple minutes. <laughs> or is that quickly? I'm not sure. I don't know. Back to the trailer. So Mysterio's like, I'm not from... He's like, I'm from... You're what's known as Earth 616. I'm like, hey, he dropped it. Boom. And then... Uh, so for those who don't know, Earth 616 is like the main continuity of Marvel Did comics. they say 616? Yeah. In the trailer? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting because technically we're in Marvel Universe isn't 616. Well, I guess there's... Technically, it's like 600 something. Well, I mean, they... But they... No, if that's what they said, that's what they said. I'm well, not denying it. I'm, well, I mean... I'm not... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying it. I'm not denying it. It's a little bit. Not denying Stop. it. Stop. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Hey. I literally just went into like a scat, like scoot, ba 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 ba. Anyways, continue. I was slightly distracting. What was I talking? Oh right, six one six. And then he's just like, "Oh man, I wish we could have uh, had someone like you on my Earth." And then uh, do some really cool, like the shots of like the elementals and Mysterio fighting them. Mm-hmm. And you get like this thing where, uh, like, Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of like being sort of a mentor to peter yeah because like, they're saying that like he was that tony was like the father figure and they're saying that quentin beck is more or less kind of like the uncle figure yeah and everything's like that and you know what i think would be really interesting if there was a perspective of if say he is from a different universe and he did did kill spider-man and he's like but i sh- really shouldn't have yeah because like, you could have helped me yeah and uh, contain these things and stuff like that yeah well another thought i had was like like with the subverting expectations is what if like he's not evil per se, but the conflict arises from a difference in ideology from whatever problem should arise in the movie. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. And if they're going to add more sinister six in this movie, like how homecoming had vulture shocker and scorpion right at the end. Mm -hmm. And so we got Mysterio. Are we going to see like, I don't know. Otto Octavius is kind of a lot to set up on a post-credit scene. Yeah. Plus, Otto Octavius is kind of cl- is another men is another mentor to Peter. So maybe Mysterio is the Otto Octavius to this Spider-Man. I don't know. Well, I really um, think that they handled Otto Octavius really, really good in the Spider-Man video game. I think that they should actually handle it pretty much for like. And the funny thing is, is there's no story like comic book story that's like um the one um that like Otto Octavius in that game mm-hmm. and I would really love for Marvel to pretty much just copy and paste that and if you cuz I know you don't play PlayStation 4 but like <laughs> I, and I don't even want to like spoil it for you cuz it's just such a special story I've never read a Spider-Man story and I've never watched a Spider-Man story like that um the beginning meanders a little bit but the very end of it is probably the best climax of a star of a Spider-Man story that I've seen Ooh. so to take save, that with I'm just save up and actually yeah. get a, uh, a productive job. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that. 
uh, employer of mine. So lay <laughs> off. Not me, but oh man, I'll I make just... sure to tell them. Yeah, specifically, <laughs> I know where they are. I know. I, I, I know where they're. I know where, where they're located. Anyone who drives down Dodge knows where they're located. That is that is very true. <laughs> For those who don't live in Omaha, Dodge is a very big road. Anyway, it's pretty much the like road where you just use to just like get anywhere. It's, but anyways, it's the road. We're uh, not. This isn't a roads podcast. <laughs> welcome to Traffic Nightly. Uh, <laughs> Omaha Traffic Nightly. Seventy second has another pothole just about Giles Street. <laughs> just to let you know, one forty fourth still is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Enough of that. <laughs> What are your thoughts on the trailer? I've just been going on. No, I've really been interested in hearing your thoughts on the trailer. I thought that the trailer was good. I think that they probably could have held off probably a week, to be honest, on releasing it. But that's just neither here nor there. Um, But it's one, and my reasoning for that is basically, um, they just like I think, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just, like, way more spoiler sensitive, but I have, like, siblings who have kids who can't really go out to the movies as quick, Mm -hmm. but they're actually just as into the Marvel movies as I am. So they're like, oh, I can't even watch the Spider-Man trailer or different things like that. Or listen to our podcast, for that matter. No, yeah, exactly. So it's, like, one of those things where I get it. Sony needs to get onto that marketing. I understand why they released the trailer. I just think that having the biggest spoiler from Endgame in the trailer... Like, maybe, I feel like there's a, another trailer that they uh, could have cut up that wouldn't have had endgame spoilers in it. Well, I mean... It and was, it's a good trailer otherwise. Well, that's what the first trailer and it's good. And, no, I know, but it's a good trailer. But the thing is, I'm like, what are they... Are they going to show that second trailer in the theaters? I sure as hell wouldn't want them to do that. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I don't want them to. That would be awful. Because uh, a lot of common movie-going audiences say some of them, like... Some people just like Spider-Man movies just enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, uh, uh, well, I kind of wanted to watch that Avengers movie and different things like that. So it's like, well, at least know. I give you like spoiler warning. So put your popcorn uh, bowl on top of your head. <laughs> Dump it all on the ground. Go get your one refill. <laughs> oh, goodness. No. Well. But yeah, like I thought that the trailer was really cool because it really just kept me like wondering about the story, you know, because yeah. I was like. Ooh, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? Because Homecoming, even though the first trailer, no offense, really showed off a lot of the movie, I was genuinely surprised by that vulture twist and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I think that John Watts, the director, um, has another surpri- has other surprises for us in this film. Surprise. And I think that he's really good. But I don't like how Sony cuts their trailers because they like give out too much information. Even though it's kind of funny that MJ was like, yeah, you're Spider-Man. It's kind of obvious. No, no, no. <laughs> they just shouldn't have put that in the trailer. I think that'd be a really funny moment to watch in the movie. Yeah, you think it's just like... <laughs> like, it, just if, like, if it's out of context, I'll get it, and then I'll be like, forgiven. But still, that's a silly However, moment. That's a really silly moment to have in the trailer, in my opinion. So You know, Kevin yeah. Feige is just like... Well, not, he doesn't have control over like, how they no, cut the trailer. You know, he's just Sony. glaring at Amy Pascal going... Grr. She's awful. <laughs> She's at Universal now. She's Universal's problem. She's she's the kind of ugh. I have a like I think it's honestly the whole Sony hack stuff that just made me really not like Amy Pascal as far as <laughs> the way that she like handled all of that. And it's like Amy Pascal, Kevin Suchihara, they're just producers that I'm like, stop. Stop. You know, I know a lot of people like <laughs> to be mean to Kevin Suchihara, and rightfully so. But no, he they... did give us Into the Spider-Verse. Well, uh, um, Kevin Sujihara? I was talking about, because isn't he from Warner Bros? No, 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 not Kevin Sujihara. I'm, who's the other guy that people don't like from Sony? Uh, oh, Avi Arad? Yeah, Avi Arad. He gave us Into the Spider-Verse. A lot yeah. of people like to be mean to Avi Arad. Well, they, oh, Kevin right, Sujihara, people can be okay, mean to Okay, rightly, rightly so for people being mean to Avi Arad, though. Because here's the reason why I think that all, like, sure. He helped with Spider-Verse. But But. the guy only cares about toys. That is what... He is a merchandising guy from Sony. Mm -hmm. He's a merchandising guy. And merchandising in general. And he's just like, toys, 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 toys. He's kind of like... This is what we want. He's kind of like how George Lucas kind of is. He's a a less worse version of Ike Perlmutter. Dude, 
Ike Perlmutter is freaking crazy, man. Dude, I would love dude. to sit down and talk with him, though. Even though I feel like I would hate it immediately. He but might he be seems... racist to you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sure he probably would be. But it's like one of those things where I'm like, he still seems like an enigma. Because nobody really gets to talk to him. Nobody gets to see him, really. Yeah. He's a very like reclusive, just like, weird no man. No interviews, no pictures. Like The one picture... With uh, him and Trump? <laughs> and the one picture of Ike Perlmutter that I've seen, he looks exactly like, uh, what's his face? Palpatine. Uh, no, what's his face? He looks like, um, he's the guy who voices the dad from Inside Out. Oh, oh, no. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, I can't think of his name. I'm IMDBing it. He's also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He plays Sky's, um, dad. Yo, dad. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, this is gonna bother me, so I'm casually IMDBing it, but... Regardless, the trailer was pretty good. The trailer was good. The trailer was good. I thought that there was things that just wasn't executed weird. Um, it was just executed weirdly from a marketing standpoint, yeah. in my point. As far as Marvel as a whole, it makes sense why yeah. Sony marketed the way. But I still have issues with how many spoilers <laughs> that they put yeah. in their damn trailer. And then like the last part with Happy, you're just like... I work with Spider-Man. Get on the plane. You work for Spider-Man? No, I work with Spider-Man. I work with Spider-Man. Flash, I will drown you. I swear to God. <laughs> and then the plane blows up. I love it. I love it. Okay. I think I think it's so funny. But let's see here. Did you, put your, did you get your good IMDb session? No, for sure. The IMDb's. IMDb is just like so. Type faster. Helpful. I know. I just was thinking about what I wanted to type. It's going to bug you, isn't it? Oh, it's Kyle McClannan. Or McClellan, or I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's like this guy. Yep. Uh, uh, like, he looks like Ike Perlmutter, which is a very weird person <laughs> to look like. I'm sure he's it's much... Embarrassing I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's a lot nicer. I'm sure he's <laughs> listening and be like, I don't look anything like that guy. <laughs> no, but, okay. Well, no. The much bigger, well, not much bigger news, but very exciting news. A couple days ago, Disney launch well they didn't launch anything they put out their slate from now and until your kids start to resent you in 2027. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it but uh regardless your four-year-old now is gonna resent you when he's laughing um oh uh, we're going to be able to do that so um <laughs> i uh just i just uh we're gonna take a quick break here and we're gonna talk about that disney slate Hello, guys. This is we're back with the box office bros you and know, better than ever, you know, being bros, having a good old time, brother, <laughs> brother. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just chilling here and we're going to talk about Disney's uh, new slate. And let's just roll this out and talk about this slate. It's thick. It is a thick slate. So um, basically, in so, 2019, we have Tolkien, Aladdin, Dark Phoenix, Toy Story 4. Stuber, which looks hilarious. I need to watch Lion King, um, The Art of Racing in the Rain, and then Ready or Not, and then No Astra? Ad Astra? Ad Astra. Thank you. I can't read, apparently. Um, (laughs) A Woman in the Shadow, or Woman in the Window, The Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Ford vs. Ferrari, Frozen 2. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and Spies in Disguise. And you got the 2020 films for me? The 2020 films are Underwater in January, an Untitled Kingsman movie, uh, a... Which is very interesting, by the way. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Who would I would have just gone with Kingsman 3, but... No, for sure. <laughs> and you got <laughs> Call of the Wild, Jack London's book you probably read when you were a sophomore in high school. Um, Onward, Fa Mulan. In live action, the, <laughs> the new mutant. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. No, you're, uh, you're fine. You're fine. The new mutants has been pushed back from August of this year to April of 2020. Which wonderful! I'm sure those reshoots are gonna look weird when someone people are four years older. <laughs> then we yeah. get our first Marvel movie of 2020, which we'll talk about later. Untitled Marvel movie. Artemis Fowl, another book you might have read as a wee lad, or lass. Untitled Pixar movie. Something called Free Guy from Fox. The Bob's Burgers movie is still happening. I'm so happy about that, by the way. 
so happy about that. Weren't they going to have, I, th- I could have sworn in the, I know I'm getting distracted, but like, were they going to do a Simpsons and Family Guy movie along with the Bob's Burgers movie? Yeah, they were. Okay. I don't see that. I'm not sure. Maybe that's on here. Uh, Jingle Cruise, whatever that is. The one and only Ivan Babuchka. <laughs> Death on the Nile, an untitled Marvel movie for November. Uh, one called Ron's Gone Wrong, whatever that means. Untitled Disney animation for November for, you know, that Thanksgiving release. West Side Story. Hey. And then another villain origin movie called Cruella. Hmm, nice. Cruella de Vil. Cruella de Vil. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Emma Watson's or Emma Thompson's going to be Cruella de Vil. <laughs> the better, 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 better. Okay. I'm Yo, done. Pongo, I'm going to make a dress out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Why did I do that? Okay, well, um,. Next year is a whole lot of untitled stuff. <laughs> there's going to be an untitled Marvel film, and then there's going to be Nimoa. For some weird reason, the resolution on this picture that you sent me, I just can't even barely read it. I took it from Twitter. so uh, Okay, that's probably why. I don't know. Is it better on my phone? Yes, it's much better, actually. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, let's see here. But for the 2021, there's an untitled Marvel film that's coming out first in September. In, um, February, and then there's Nimona, which I don't even know what that is. Moana's cousin. That's honestly what it sounds like. (laughs) But there's a lot of there's an untitled Disney live action, untitled Marvel, another untitled uh, Disney live action, and then an untitled Pixar, and then an untitled Indiana Jones, and then two untitled Disney live actions, an untitled Marvel, and then an untitled Disney animation, and then Avatar two, which has been bumped back another year. So you know. James Cameron's probably thrilled about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have a feeling he's like perfecting some new technique for this movie or the next the next four movies, Corey. We're going to get to that. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh 20 He hasn't failed us yet. He really hasn't. James Cameron. Except you did, never know. You he never did do know. a strange endorsement of Terminator Genesis, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, you you, you really never know. Like the movie could be fan. The movie could be something completely new. You know, it's just crazy. Anyway, so 2022, this is going to be a similar chord, and obviously there's going to be more to be announced because you know that's really far away. So we got Untitled Marvel, Untitled Pixar, Untitled Marvel again, Untitled Disney live action, Untitled Pixar, Untitled Disney live action, Untitled Marvel, Untitled Disney live action, uh-huh. two more, three more of those. And then an untitled Star Wars making its return in 2022, which I'm not totally keen on. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And then um, we have in 2023, we have an untitled Disney live action. And then we have Avatar 3. And then in 2024, we have an untitled Star Wars. And by the way, there's going to be more movies in these years. They just haven't been announced yet. Only Avatar in 2025. (laughs) It's just going to be like five Avatar movies. (laughs) But in 2026, there's going to be an untitled Star Wars. And then in 2027, there's going to be Avatar 5. So. Boys. Boys (laughs) and girls. Uh, All ages. (laughs) What do you uh, think about that new slate chance? I think it's it's very exciting. It confirms a few things. One, we will only be getting two Marvel movies uh, in 2020 because of that whole James Gunn fiasco. Um, they're still going ahead full speed on New Mutants, apparently. Um, Why don't they just put it on a streaming service or something at this point? Like I don't, I really don't even just understand. Just cash it and then put it. On I don't streaming. understand what they're what they're trying to do with this movie. Like I really just don't. They must think they can get enough money from it. By putting it in theaters. Uh, Also, I guess. I guess that means Channing Tatum's Gambit movie is officially dead. Real dead. Real Uh, dead? I think so. Um, Which, you know, it would have been interesting, but I guess that's the sooner we can move on to Marvel being, or X-Men being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then we get, they said they were taking a break on Star Wars, and I think that is a bit of an overreaction. On Star Wars, uh, I'm not sure you think, Cor. I think taking a break was a good idea. However, their whole, I think their basis of taking this break is a little too 
don't know. I think it's just way overreactionary. Are you thinking that it's um, having to do with a lot of Star Wars fans and the way they're thinking, the way they think about the Last Jedi, and the way Solo with the box office was? Do you think that's the reason why they're reacting I think like it's this? Solo, Is that... yeah, because I. Let me preface this by saying I really like Solo. I like Alden Ehrenreich. I like Woody Harrelson's character. I even like the yeah. little twist at the end. But no one wanted a Han Solo movie. Exactly. Like, <laughs> seriously, if Solo, like, you switch Solo out with an Obi-Wan Kenobi Solo movie or a Boba Fett Solo movie or Gonk Droid Solo movie, I don't know. But, uh, it would have done so much better. Like maybe you do solo, like later down the road when you know the you know that what happened in uh, the Force Awakens is a little less fresh. Uh, I I was pretty down with one Star Wars movie a year. I, I don't know about you, but I liked it a lot. No, I thought that that was pretty cool too, and I think they're I don't know. It's one of those things where I feel like there's just been a perfect storm of fan reaction just going completely out of hand and there's also a like really good and really early really like interesting just like way that people have just kind of reacted to these films because you know i don't know it's one of those things where i feel like um these movies are never going to be seen through the lens of themselves. They're nope. only going to be seen through the lens of the past. Yeah. Oh, so this doesn't hit me the same exact way it hit me in the 1970s, in the 1980s, or even the early 2000s with the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. with some people who like those prequels. So it's like one of those things where I almost think that it's impossible. Like Disney has a impossible kind of thing to just kind of lead up to and i think that they're being a bit gun shy but i think that some good space will be beneficial after they're done with rise of the skywalker because whether this is db weiss's stuff Mm. and uh or if it's ryan Ryan or 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 if it's like a mix of the both yeah i just hope that it's not like i hope they're just not killing because i saw like a really sensational headline saying that Ryan Johnson's trilogy is dead this morning. And that's just not true. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. That's just not true. Um, because <laughs> no. you don't know what the untitled Star Wars film is. I'm sorry, person who is making a YouTube video. You don't <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I am you too. Like, we do the same thing. The response but, video is going to be out in an hour after yeah. we post this. No, exactly. But like, it's one of those things where it's like that's just that's just not what the case is. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, chill, be chill, calm, you, calm yourself. You know, calm your, <laughs> calm your. <laughs> you are feisty this morning. Yeah, and kinda. In the afternoon. Uh. <laughs> Um, you're just, I'm just like, you know, calm down, chill out, chillax. It's just like, it's one of those things where, um, you just gotta kind of just chill a little bit and be like, Hey, um, maybe Lucasfilm just needs a chance to kind of chill out, work on their, um, work on their Han Solo fam a little bit too. Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy, you know, maybe gets, you know, a little outsider's opinion, maybe. Yeah, ask gets gets cousin, a felony in there. Yeah, get it's felony. Ask cousin Kevin how planning a, a you know, mo, like you know many movies at a time. <coughs> get, get, get get yourself a nice little romance. Get you felony Favreau in there, and just have a plan. Hell, even get George Lucas in there too. Yeah, get get George. Right? I'm sure he would appreciate some input. No, like he, <laughs> he he really would. And it's one of those things where I think that. Um, People just need to get more level-headed about Star Wars. People need to get more level-headed about movies in general. Oh, have you like, seen the overreactions about Endgame? Yeah, no, for because they're like these people who are acting like they're freaking physicists, who are like or astrophysicists. They're like, um, uh, actually, oh well, you know, here this doesn't make um the end doesn't make that much sense because Cap wouldn't be here and he would have to go from there to here and blah 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 blah. I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's a movie. It's a comic book movie, and Personally, the ending is very indicative of 
uh, Captain America's through line as mm-hmm. a character. I don't think the Cap that just got out of the ice would have made the same decision that yeah. the Cap um, who um, was at the end of Endgame would make. But yeah. it's because Cap lived his life. He paid the price, and he just needed a life. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things that I get really frustrated with because it has nothing to do with people disagreeing with me. I can handle somebody disagreeing with me, but I just hate this irrationality of people wanting to make people wanting filmmakers to make the exact film that they, they want. want. And when it's not the exact film that they want, they're like, oh, no, like that's I, just terrible. And I, I don't want anything to do with this. I have seen things on my Twitter feed saying how that Thor is an abomination and the worst thing ever. I've seen how Hawkeye is a racist because he's killing minorities and the cartels. It's just, oh my. You, okay. You're just. <laughs> sorry, that's just so dumb. I know. It's just so dumb. How many times have you seen The Last Samurai? Have you seen, like, so many movies where. Have you seen, like, adjacent Bourne movies when he's, like, out in the field or when he's out in, like, different countries? So is, so is Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible when he's fighting people across the world? Or is any action hero, like, American action hero, when they're beating people across the overseas, are they racist whenever they do this? I'm sorry, but calm. Calm down, people. This is coming from, like, dude, Tom Cruise could literally be, like, barreling in through Africa. And I'd be like, <laughs> okay, chill, Scientology. Calm down. But <laughs> Well, take it easy, man. <laughs> Whoa, take it easy, man. But, no, I'd just be like, dude, okay, that's just, like, the story that they're telling. Uh-huh. Like, sure, there's stigmatization that happens. Like, for instance, there's always that angry African guy who has all the child soldiers who's like, ah, this is happening right now. Why yeah. did I, I did that kind of like Arnold for some reason? Uh, but uh, Swahili Arnold. <laughs> dude, I would pay to see that. Uh, I'd pay to hear that too. But, Matata. <laughs> ah, what a wonderful phrase! <laughs> Ain't no passing grace. It means no worry. Pumba. <laughs> we need to knock that off. <laughs> no, but it's like one of those things where, yeah, they have that angry tyrant african stereotype they have like the smart asian stereotype they have so many stereotypes that are mainstays in film that people could be paying attention to literally like clint killing the yakuza and clint killing the cartel it's not like he's going into missionary and just like oh where are those brown people at yeah exactly yeah exactly he's not just going in there and being like oh yeah it's just trying to time to kill some minorities <laughs> like that's that's not what it, that's not what they're saying and it's silly that we even have to say it i just think that we're an alt, an outrage culture yeah and it's frustrating because there's so many things that we actually should be really like amped up about yeah. and frustrated about but that's the wrong like, battle to pick no yeah because the thing is what i get really iffy about are people who are like well this is terrible and this is terrible and i'm like okay like, for instance, a death happened in Game of Thrones, and I'm not going to spoil Game of Thrones, but you know it's, since it's Game of Thrones, a death happens. It just happens. And it happened to be a person of color. And then people were very, very, um, like, black Twitter went kind of crazy about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, there's not a lot of black people in Game of Thrones, but they're not seeing it through the lens of American culture in Game of Thrones. Nope. And plus, it's just, like, one of those things where this character had became this character in particular had been brought up to be a very important character she Mm -hmm. went from nothing to being an extremely important character Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where the fact that it is important that she passed on is very adversarial to your point Mm -hmm. and i know this is just like getting on like a huge tangent but i'm just really frustrated with the way that being a fan of stuff just hasn't been fun I know. The past like, few years, it's fun when I'm like talking to you. Oh yeah. It's fun when I'm talking to like my friends about like <laughs> like not all my friends, but it's fun when I talk to some people about things because we can talk, we can disagree, we can have a good time and different stuff like that. But it gets really frustrating, and it's like uh, my identity is ruined because or, like, because of this film. Like this is I, ruining this film is ruining my life. I know. Like I'm sorry, but you don't have a life if the Star Wars: The Last Jedi ruined your childhood like, so much that you can't. Um, you know, function anymore. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you don't have a life then. Yeah, there, there's certain social spaces on the internet where fun comes to a careening halt when you're discussing a movie. Twitter and Facebook are one of those. For sure. Reddit's better at it just because there's specific subreddits. Uh, just the way it's set up. 
But uh, another thing, like people like, look, I know some people don't like Fat Thor, and you know, I understand. I am a thick boy myself, and I have been ridiculed because I was fat sometimes, and I know it's like to be the butt of a joke. However, I think it's a bit of an overreaction to say he was played for a joke because I've been an audience. I was an I've been in in game twice. And one time people laughed at Fat Thor, and then other times people were like in silence, and it's honestly so subjective on how your reaction to it can be. No, for sure. And people like saying the cheese was thing, and like his mom eat a salad. I'm like, okay, first off, Thor <laughs> let trillions of people like he could have saved trillions of lives. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't think you're gonna let yourself go after that one? No, exactly. And then. The other thing was, well, it's just like the people who make those jokes are the, the they're the jerks of the MCU. Like Tony calling him Big Lebowski, yeah. Well, he's the one who told that little kid in Iron Man three, which is like, "Dad's leave. No need to be a yeah a pussycat about it." Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> to censor myself, exactly. And then there's Rocket. I love how you're censoring yourself in this podcast, by the way. <laughs> I know. What a, what a change of pace. It's an opposite oh, day. And then Rocket, who, you know was like to Drax, boo-hoo, my wife and child are dead. He makes fun of Thor. And then Rhodey, who's always been not st- a straight-up savage, but he's always been very... He's always vocal. had a dry... He's always had like, like kind of like a dry nice. adversarial yeah. wit to him. Like, nice going, Cap. You just committed treason. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Noob. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I completely like get how that is, how um, it is because, you know... There's a lot of trauma that comes with depression, and mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful things that I've seen come out of like a positive side of Twitter is they have a picture of Thor when he's getting Milner back, and he's saying depression doesn't make you any less worthy. Yeah, he's, I'm still he, worthy. And then like the seeing the smile on his face mm-hmm. because he didn't think he was going yeah. to be worthy still, and it was just one of those things where I thought it was a very good lesson in the film. But let's go ahead and oh, start getting back well, onto the right the, the slate. Let's right. get back onto the slate. I thought that was a really good discussion, so we didn't yeah. get that out. But anyways, don't get yeah. mad at us. <laughs> okay, it's like a you have a thirty minute drive to work. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll get too bad at us. Um. But so the slate, it also makes sense with their staggering of Star Wars is because now they have this huge balancing act to pull off with all the stuff they got from Fox. Like, no, for sure. Because now Avatar, they're going to put Avatar and Star Wars in a staggered release for the next, oh, most of a decade from now. Like, it's going to go Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars, Avatar for the foreseeable future, which as a film fan. Oh boy! I hope the Avatar movies are good. I oh want... boy! Oh boy! Those blue people better deliver. <laughs> For the pretty penny I paid. <laughs> if I look, <laughs> if they don't deliver, <laughs> we're just gonna like exit out of whatever sadistic thing Goofy's going to say because we know he's messed up. <laughs> that dude whack. <laughs> anyway, so. Anything else to say about the the slate before we move on to the part of the slate we want to talk about? Um, I just think that it's really cool how um, Disney's just going to rule the world and, you know, going to make it terrible for people to get jobs in the music, in the, in the industry. <laughs> no, it's kidding. You're just going to go kidding. to Bollywood and get a job. Yeah, sure, I guess. Become but, the new minority. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they'll kill – maybe they'll um, somebody will go and they'll kill a ton of, like, white people. Oh, and, and like one of the white cartels hey and then and then people will be like hey that indian man's super racist <laughs> and see what happens <laughs> see, see what happens on twitter i'm sure that'll go over well okay so i love how if you could take any like little bit of what i said there out of context people will be like oh my god Corey like hates white people <laughs> i better get out of here <laughs> yeah i know chance you better watch out <laughs> you anyway. in my hood now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so anyway. sorry. Yeah, it, it's I deserved it. It's okay. Um, okay, let's talk about the Mar- let's talk about the Marvel slate. Okay, so and this is like we didn't get to talk about speculation and anything like that Ooh, last from week. last podcast. So this is kind of got a pseudo little, speculation. Got a tad bit too thick. Yeah, podcast. Oh, well, it's a thick movie. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, so like we said, Far From Home, coming this July, 
I saw an article on Variety talking about how, well, we kind of already knew this, but like they're going to reveal their Phase 4 slate after Spider-Man this summer, according to the big man at Disney himself, Bob Iger. So, we get to put on our speculation glasses and see what's going to happen next. That was a weird jingle. I don't do, I shouldn't do that. But so Spider-Man Homecoming, then we don't know. This is the first time since like 2014 where we don't know what's coming next. Like 2014, they had that big event in the El Capitan Theater of they announced basically Captain America Civil War all the way to Avengers and then the two Spider-Man movies and Ant-Man sequel were added after that. But now we we have no idea. So, I don't know, Corey, did you have any thoughts on what's going to come first? Um, what's going to come first? I think it's going to be um, Black Widow. Black Widow? That's what they're going into production first. So that's probably what's going to come out first. Um, and then I think they're going to go with Eternals after that. Um, and maybe Gar- or either Eternals or Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or 3. You think we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in 2020 still? No, actually, no. no not, not, not even late 2020. No, I think we're going to get it in 2021. Okay. But, yeah, I think Eternals first, probably, because they're gearing up and they're casting right now. Everything at Marvel right now is just super covert. So it's like one of those things where, um, yeah, I just think that it, uh, I think that it's going to be um, Black Widow. And then hopefully they go to Budapest because they've mentioned Budapest so much. I want to yeah. see. I want to. I want to see. I want to know. Damn it. And plus, I just want to see that Hawkeye and that um, Black Widow relationship mm-hmm. again because I, I know like she just died, <laughs> but I miss him. <laughs> like that, you know. Honestly, I'm surprised I haven't seen someone put that Celine Dion song from Titanic onto the the scene of her falling. <laughs> but um, so. My thought for the next two years, like, I'm not sure what's just going to come in order, but I'm thinking it's going to be the Black Widow movie, then either the Eternals, Doctor Strange 2, and Shang-Chi. Maybe Shang-Chi comes a little later, but I think that's what we're going to get in 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, or 2020 and then next 2021. <laughs> because I, I wrote a big long list uh, for the show notes last week that we didn't get to cover. So, basically, I thought, you know, Black Widow, as Guardians of the Galaxy, or, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, Namor, question mark? I think Namor might be in Black Panther 2, because they're talking about earthquakes below Wakanda, and also, in the sea, but also, Namor has a similar rights issue. As with Hulk, the Hulk so with Universal, so he can't be in a movie by himself. So in his movie, so I don't think Namor is going to have a movie dedicated to him. I think he's going to be in somebody else's movie. Unless Disney ponies up a lot of money, which honestly they could. But Disney has. So I doubt much they money. want to. Like if they were going to do that, they'd do that for the Hulk, not Namor. Like it's in a really weird position. Like I don't know all the details on the con. But they have the distribution rights to mi- to a movie, but they don't have the rights to make a movie. Which is odd. Which so is weird. Which is really odd. Very weird rights so issue. That's why that that's why you've never seen a Hulk movie. You only see Hulk in other people's movies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I got Black Widow, a Thor four after Guardians three. I think so. I hope so. What are you new? Apparently, I'm new. Then uh, <laughs> uh, so the Eternals movie. I have Ant Man three written down. Please, 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 please. I have Ant Man three. And then. Captain Marvel 2, probably. That movie made oodles of noodles. Uh, like I said, Doctor Strange 2, the Disney Plus shows. And the new Fox properties, whenever they come in, be it Phase 5, which would probably be Phase 5. Bummer. But, I don't know, you have any thoughts? Um, I do have a quick thought to tell you. There is a new comic book uh, released recently with the Fantastic Four. And you know how they released comic books with Nick Fury looking like Nick Ca- looking like Nick Cage. You or mean not Nick Fury. Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> Dude, Nick Cage would be amazing as um, Nick Fury. But anyways. I've come to here to talk to you about the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <coughs> basically, they have people like Mr. Fantastic, and he's looking like John Krasinski. Oh, boy. Dude, I think they're just making – I think they're the wheels are rolling. But anyways – um, or you know some art directors like hey, we're gonna mess with people. No, for sure. But I think that it's really interesting, and I think that it would be really like it's just an open. I think it's an open book after Endgame. 
there's so many opportunities for us to go in because we're not really constricted to the original franchises that we had. Nope. And I think that it's good because I think that we have a lot of room to grow. And, you know, there's going to be a sequel for Captain Marvel. There's going to be a sequel for Black Panther. It's just Probably two sequels. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be like those movies are billion-dollar films. Pretty much every solo movie except Hulk is probably going to get in trouble. <coughs> so, yeah. It's going to be... I think it's going to be like a really interesting next few years of Marvel. We'll see. Um, they lost some of their hard hitters, in my opinion. Yeah. But... They're going to get some new ones, I hope. We're going to get some new ones. And, like, I really like Spider-Man. I really like what they're doing with Black Panther. They can really work on what they're doing with Captain Marvel. I really like Captain Marvel, but she's not the leader of the MCU. She just isn't, in my opinion. If Kevin Foggy says so. The thing is, it we'll does, see, we'll like, see. it really, like, I hate to be that guy because usually I'm not, I'm like, fans don't understand what they want. Yeah. But in this case, I think fans and a good deal of people who, you know, write for a living and write mm-hmm. about movies, agree with me and that Captain Marvel just wasn't executed the best. And Brie yeah. Larson was not the best part of Captain Marvel, sadly. <laughs> and it's one of those things where I like Brie Larson and I like her as an actress, but it's one of those things where I feel like under new, and I've been through this already, I feel like under different direction mm-hmm. and better writing, I think that she'd be much better served. Personally, I kind of wish that Charlize Theron... <laughs> I just think that would be great casting. I yes, think that would be, be really cool casting. But anyways, we I can't think... really um we can't really complain about that. No, we can't. Oh, I think we're going to see Captain Marvel again before her next solo movie. Why do you think that? You think Why? she's going to be in the Guardians movie or what do you think? I well, that depends. It depends on cuz you heard the news with Taika Waititi mm-hmm. and uh Oh, voice, don't go. I need you. Um <laughs> The news about Thor 4 where I was thinking maybe a Guardians of the Galaxy, so Gal- or as Guardians of the Galaxy, and that leads, you know, Thor is part of the team, and that leads maybe to a Thor 4, and then maybe she just shows up in that, because I know Kevin Feige kind of mentioned that, like, yeah, we're going to do more of that team-up stuff that you like so much, like in uh, The Winter Soldier with Captain America, Black Widow, and Falcon, in Ragnarok with... Uh, Oh, goodness. Hulk, Valkyrie, and then Doctor Strange to a degree. So I think if they do more of that, uh, there's definitely a chance she could pop up. I'm hoping to see more Ant-Man, personally. (laughs) Um, What else was I going to say? Also, uh, did you have anything to add about that? Oh, no. Not really. I just that I'm not particularly interested in a new Ant-Man movie. But... I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Well, okay. Well, that's that's my next point, though, is because what the events of Endgame kind of open up a very interesting can of worms for Ant-Man. For Ant-Man. So, yeah, there's stuff there. His daughter is five years older. Exactly. Which makes me sad, though. <laughs> know, that, that little kid is adorable. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so it's like how, how to adjust to, like, you know, the world five years later and everything. Like, like that's that's the same thing. That's just, you know, I think that's going to be a beat too in Spider-Man Far From Home is just like we were gone for five years. Like how like how is that going to affect our characters and what they do? I don't know. It's I think it's a very interesting um, way to tee up what they're going to do next. I can oh I concur with that statement. Oh, thank it's you. It's just um, I'm more interested in like the new stuff though. That's true. I'm just super interested in Eternals, Shang Chi, um, Nova. They're saying oh, that yeah, they're, I saw yeah they're saying they're saying that they're um, there's like whispers that a Nova film is um in the works and everything like that and i think that's very very interesting yeah, I saw that on and Twitter also um something that's interesting as well is that after like after far from home they're going to be announcing all of this joe and anthony russo was saying that a new openly gay character is going to be in um the mcu now uh, is it going to be like and i, I was like is it going to be like an actual hero is it going to be like some guy named fred or like uh, some lady named like it's, it's Thor's roommate gonna... Daryl from those from those little shorts. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I'm Daryl. I'm gay. <laughs> I think that'd be hysterical. Daryl's the guy that Joe Russo went on a date with in Endgame. <laughs> we figured it out, people. <laughs> you just have like the equations of the Pythagorean theorem in your head. In head. Like, yeah, just like looking like ah, thinking hard about it. No. Like yes, theory, theory confirmed. <laughs> Daryl and Joe, 
Gerald. <laughs> but I thought that was really interesting that um, Anthony and Joe Russo were talking about those announcements. Do you think it'll be Camilla Khan as Miss Marvel? No, she, is she. I don't know. Siri, be Siri, quiet. Siri, calm down. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I think. I think she's just Muslim, not necessarily uh, homosexual. So I'm not sure. Well, people, somebody can be Muslim and homosexual. <laughs> I don't know. I meant like her comic origins. Yeah, I know she's no, like the first like Muslim hero. Yeah. But I, I wasn't sure. Because I know a lot of people like Camilla Khan. Oh, dude. She's great. I think her, aren't her powers kind of like Mr. Fantastic's in a way? Yeah, she's more like kind of like a scroll. Oh, it's kind of like what She's kind of like a super scroll. That's kind of the way that I kind of see it. Kind of. Sort of. Do uh, you think that's the foil to Carol Danvers that she needs to be an interesting character? I hope so. I think that that's actually Carol, a good idea. Good, I think, good, I think, good job, me. <laughs> I think Carol dealing with a kid would be kind of cool because she's so good with kids. You no, know, yeah, she's really good with Peter. <laughs> hey there, Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. <laughs> that was so sweet. That's so funny. There's that, um, you know, that meme of that one lady lifting up Kevin Hart, and it's like every woman in the MCU, <laughs> Spider Man, is just she's carrying Spider Man. Uh, it's just so wholesome and so nice. It's so good. <laughs> anyway. And then, like you said, with I can't wait for Shang Chi. Like, dude, it's just like James Bond, Jet Li kind of stuff. That's just mixed so together, awesome. dude. It sounds amazing. It sounds awesome. It's like Ip Man with like, yeah. <laughs> with 007. Sounds like a fantastic time. Sounds like a great idea. And then I wonder. So we have like Nova and like I'm just I'm so thankful James Gunn is back to help Me too. usher this in because. Me too. Like half of this, like almost more than half is in space. Like Thor, the Guardians, Captain Marvel, Eternals. Nova, Eternals. Well, that's like five franchises in space. <coughs> Can't wait. Uh, we've beaten this topic into the ground. Do you have anything else to say? Uh, you know, I don't have a ton of stuff really to say. All right. But now for the uh, staying on the cinematic community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta guess, go fast, boys. I guess we can talk about this for a little bit. Right. <laughs> we're talking about it for like two seconds, okay? No, we don't. No, Sorry, we don't can, go see it. No, we can talk about it. I just think that it's really interesting. Um, as you guys may know, a Sonic trailer came out um, like a week ago. About a week ago. About a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> Copyright infringement, though. Anyways. We'll um, never catch a set. <laughs> <laughs> um... What it was, was there was a Sonic trailer, and Sonic just looked a little odd. And for some weird reason, Gangster's Paradise <laughs> was, like, playing in the background. <laughs> like, like, who the hell thought of this trailer? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, this is so silly. And then he's like, I gotta go fast. Money in the power. <laughs> Dude. You and your like, homies will be lying in chalk. Gotta go fast. <laughs> like, why, though? I don't understand their deal with this. Maybe Coolio's in the movie. Dude, that would be funny, though. I think that would be, that'd be hysterical. That would make the movie for me if Coolio was in it. <laughs> oh, my God. But, anyways. He's like, I hate Weird Al and his so, parodies. So, basically, um, for some weird reason, James Marston has found himself <laughs> with another and um, acting against another animated creature. You know, with his hop fame. Or infamy, if it will. Um, I am but, the Easter Bunny. Um, Sonic looks like, I don't know, death? Like, he looks like, you know, when a person dies and they go to the bad place and the first thing they see, There's probably Sonic. that version of Sonic. <laughs> you know, that trailer is proof of two things. One, God's not real. Or two, oh God. he's turned his back on us. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that's the truth. He's but... turned his back on humanity for what we have done. <laughs> okay, Chance. He's just like, bad move, humans. Bad move. No, but like, I'm kidding. No, but he like but seriously. No, but he he looks awful, and he looks so awful, and people made such a big stink about it. Um, that the director is like, we're gonna change this. We're gonna change it. We're gonna redesign. What do you think about? an artist redesigning um, their, their, their character. Because really what it is, is it's letting fans dictate. Cause I am not going to be hypocritical about this. I'm usually a guy who's like, Hey, fans shouldn't dictate what happens yeah. in movies. That's cause the thing is a lot of movies would suck if yes. they just did everything that the fans wanted. So what do you, so I think if, if we keep on doing stuff here, 
then people are going to think yeah. they can do it in everything. So I personally think it's a, a poor decision. What do you think? It, yeah, I feel like it sets a very dangerous precedent of giving the internet what it wants. Exactly, because the internet sucks. Now, the internet might not be wrong on this, but when time comes that the internet is wrong, uh, they're just going to have to buck up and say, no, we're they not just haven't seen Because they haven't seen the movie. No, they haven't. Uh, granted, it doesn't look great, but... It really don't, doesn't. It really doesn't look anything we, that they redesign it into will look better. So yeah, like, uh, they just precedent that was it Paramount who has this movie. Sure. That they've sent, <laughs> I think it's Paramount. Um, they just precedent that they've sent, and also, um, I think maybe redesigning it won't be as hard because they do have, they probably are already have like the points of articulation down. It's just like the. Uh, the frosting of the cake, if you will, um, to do. And granted, I'm not an animator or CG composite artist, so please don't yell at me. <laughs> but it won't be as tall. It'll still be a tall task, but not to the sky tall task, if you know what I mean. And then my other thought was, you know, there was some probably artist who went up to an executive cog and was just like, hey, man, this looks really bad. We should probably change it. like, nah, you're just some stupid intern and it's like should have listened to the stupid intern (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just yeah it's just just sonic maybe you think the one eye thing looks weird but it definitely looks better than that (laughs) yeah like it's weird it it's strange that they're trying to make sonic look photorealistic and they just kind of need to stop like it's bad that when someone on reddit or you know, Boss Logic can spend two hours and make something that looks better. No, exactly. Boss Logic's so cool, though. Yeah. Yo, what up? You want to go get lunch, Boss Logic? <laughs> yeah, dude. Sounds like a good time to me. But, you know. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on that? I don't really think that I do have it in particular besides thinking that it's very, very important for people to, you know, calm down, see a situation. And, you know, I just want, if a director wants to make a change, I want it to be their choice. Uh, That's kind of my thing. Do you think this is like one elaborate marketing campaign where they purposely made a horribly rendered model of Sonic because they're like, yeah, no one's going to see this movie, but what if we make it so terrible that they'll talk about the trailer and we'll announce we're changing it? Honestly, that genuinely could be it. (laughs) But do you have any? (laughs) I pulled the fast one, you nerds. You have anything else to say? Um, go enjoy a cold glass of lemonade and take your dog for a walk. Oh wow! <laughs> I, 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 yes, that's definitely that's def- that's definitely some great parting words from Chance today. It's, it's very profound. Uh, I want to say, remember that being a fan of film is about loving film. It's also about disliking films as well. That's a good part of it. But remember, don't take fun out of it. Um, don't take the fun out of it. Don't make sure take my fun. Make sure that you know you're critical when you can be, but also make sure that you know you're enjoying yourself in the process of everything. And make sure that you know sometimes a little positive positivity goes a far way around. And the thing is, is like personally, I really like movies because I think because they make me happy, and it makes me sad when I see people. You know, doing things like bullying Kelly Marie Tran online, different things like that, and like Jake Lloyd has some stories. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, just be kind and be positive towards each other in this um, whole film space because I love film and different things like that. I wouldn't have a movie podcast if I didn't like it. So uh, just you know, urging people be kind to each other and it's realize a that form things of torture for yourself, <laughs> but just realize that you know. Your words have impact and everything like that. And that's kind of want to leave we with. I know that's a little too serious, but I'll, I'll lighten it up with a later tater. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Box office bros out. <laughs>